You're talking about the having. I mean, this is a four-year trip on average. Again, we call it four years, but it's not four years. It's 210,000 blocks. That's a lot of blocks. And uh, humans have a funny way of looking at four years. I mean, we do these election cycles and we do the Olympics and these things are just far enough. They're spaced out just enough that it's enough time to kind of forget where your head was at the last time. Hey, everybody. This is the High Hash Rate Podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Dan. And this podcast is just two plebs getting high and talking about Bitcoin, life, and the absurdity of the fiat world. Our guests don't necessarily get high with us, and you don't have to either. But it helps. Yo, welcome back to High Hash Rate. Today, we've got a, another returning guest, one of my favorites. And uh, he's, he's uh, I, I can't dox him, but you've seen his, his avatar on, on Twitter, right? He, he's got the beard. He looks like a, like, like a digital shaman. He's like a digital shaman who, I guess he, he helps us plebs see time through a different, through a different uh, lens, helps us rethink what we think of time. Of course, I'm talking about the creator of the time chain calendar, TC. What's going on, bro? What is up, you guys? Thank you for having me. Stoked to be back. So uh, you had some like an update to the time chain calendar that just dropped pretty recently. If that, if I'm not mistaken, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Big update um, was actually working on that for quite a while. Um, a big update in many re- respects. Uh, it was about nine days ago. I dropped it. Uh, that's like right at the end of July. Uh, basically, uh, we have a new ring on this interface. Um, you know, the time chain calendar app, uh, it's got like this orange and red circle. It's kind of the, the sort of, um, the signature brand. of it. Yeah. The, the logo has got that going, but I added a third ring and this is a, uh, a pretty interesting thing. We we've got basically the last 24 hours of blocks visualized and you see these little squares they're there on the mobile version but i notice on a mobile phone because it's such a small screen it's hard to to see the the fine detail but on a desktop it's just you can clearly see these little squares and they're spaced out around the circle um they're positioned based on their actual timestamp. so you see the relative spacing of these blocks and you see the, these clumps and these gaps and this thing made me like jump out of my chair when I first got it working on the screen because it's a pretty interesting view of something that we talk about all the time. I mean, how, how often you recall people mentioning the 10 minute blocks of Bitcoin every 10 minutes? We get a block every 10 minutes. The truth is verified every 10 minutes. The, the chain is audited. We, we, we use this term all the time. And, uh, the truth is there's just absolute randomness and, uh, entropy. I see entropy when I see this thing, I look at it and it's like, there's just something totally wild happening here. And it actually does make you take a step back and go, wow. Uh, you know, this system does something amazing that it's able to stay 
so close to 10 minute averages over a long period of time. But this visualization of the 24 hours of blocks, that's new. And we got this other sort of metric to go along with it. It says 20, last 24 hours. And you see this number right now as, as we're, we're doing this, it says 130 of 144. And 144 is if we had perfect 10 minute blocks in a 24 hour period, you'd have 144 blocks. So that's right. kind of like the measuring stick right now we're at 130. So we're, we're, we're behind pace in the last mm. 24 hours. So this is just a cool way to see the pace of blocks from now two different time frame references. You've got the average block time for the whole difficulty period, which is almost over right now. We're 54 blocks away. Uh, that's, you know, roughly two weeks but you get this view of what's the block production been in the last 24 hours too. So it gives you this kind of two faceted view into the pace of the blocks, which I I'm, I'm pretty right. interested in. What, uh, what made, what made you decide to, of all the things you could have added to the calendar of all the things you could have added to the update, what made you decide to add that feature? And because you had to put it in to the design, you had to figure out a way to, tell put a lot of interesting information and patterns in, into a small space how did you visualize that in your head and how did it turn out like how did you uh what what, what were you seeing there other than just blocks clumped together what kind of story was it telling you and what were you trying to convey with it it's a great question um i mean just take two steps out red ring orange ring like from the outside from the from the the out of the circle interface you're talking about the having i mean this is a four year trip on average again we call it four years but it's not four years it's 210,000 blocks that's a lot of blocks and uh humans have a funny way of looking at four years i mean we do these election cycles and we do the olympics and these things are just far enough they're spaced out just enough that it's enough time to kind of forget where your head was at the last time it's a long period of time for humans and we know time preference is a big deal in bitcoin so you've got that as the outer a lot circle. can change in four years right like no doubt the mood can, can of a country the mood of a, a continent can change no, in that four no years. doubt i i and then inside of that we have the red circle which is the difficulty adjustment cycle that's 2016 blocks it's roughly two weeks so you've got a shorter long-term frame inside there so i knew i wanted to add a third ring that was going to be an even shorter time frame than the two weeks and 24 hours hits me like a ton of bricks because it's such a common conscious span of time for humans we think about things in terms of days we we divide our life experience up by days and that that is 24 hours that's one rotation of planet earth so to me that was clearly the time frame and i care so much about block production that's what everyone who cares about bitcoin should care about that's one half of the whole uh sort of thing that happens every time it's uh you know every bitcoin single ticks every single 10 minutes right is like they were just trying to prove 
there was a you know a ambient room temperature semiconductor made out of this material LK99, and after the first person published it, immediately people were trying to replicate it. And it, every time you can replicate something that kind of proves a, a theory or or excuse me a hypothesis, and you can start to form a theory that can inform your worldview, inform your your idea of the future and how things work and how to interact with things. But every ten minutes, <clears throat> give or take, um, Bitcoin as a global decentralized money is like it's a it's a replication it's a another block another proof that this works this is these are the transactions they're valid it's the long it's the chain with the most proof of work every every blocks of validation of the network not just the transactions in it yeah i mean i how finney said that something i'd mangle it every time yeah, yeah. It's something to the effect of every time there's a block where we're, we're being sort of like verified we're being yeah yep. you know confirmed that this thing does its thing so so you know long story short the 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 24 hours of blocks is a really important human time frame and like i was saying before it, it's a really interesting secondary um like time period to monitor the progress of the blocks i've been staring at this thing for like over a month because i've been you know building it and, and fine-tuning it um and and juxtaposing the average block time which is tracking the whole difficulty period against this 24-hour period is really interesting as especially as you get deeper into the difficulty period because now you'll have maybe you'll have fast blocks during the period but the last 24 hours was slow or maybe you have a slow difficulty period but the last 24 hours is much faster you you're getting a much more fine-grained uh visualization and understanding of of block production as it's happening yeah and it's as much as you stare at it and when you kind of start to see it <clears throat> differently uh, through the visual that you're creating does do you start to see patterns or do you start to you know not to be cliche but it's almost like you're reading the matrix and you start to see is there is there any pattern or similarity to that uh when you see so much data um represented over and over for so many hours every day do you start to notice things yeah, I mean, I love that question because I have been staring at this thing for so long and I, I'd love to tell you, oh my God, there's this pattern emerging. Mm -hmm. But I, I actually am just taken aback by the opposite. It's the, it's the randomness of it. It's the mm -hmm. unpredictability. It's the entropy. I like, you know, I hear a lot of discussion these days about, uh, you know, how much entropy you put into your private key and, and a lot of these aspects of, uh, randomness that are critical to Bitcoin. And here it is like staring you in the face. You're looking at it. It's like, there's this, this process that's happening. There's an organized competition. There's really clear rules. And all these people are just violently participating in, and, and <laughs> competing against one another. And the result is these blocks that are coming in at a, a, just an unpredictable uh, cadence, it, and so you to see it is 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 wild. So to turn that you know turn that around, everything that happens on Bitcoin, every action is something is causing that from the real world. Whether it's people putting in bids for uh, transactions to be in blocks, whether it's the the hash rate going up and down, the just all of that work all of that energy from the outside world coming in 
the randomness is, you know, so that means that kind of means to me that it's endemic in nature that we're surrounded by more entropy maybe than we even realize, even in our collective efforts. Yeah. I, I mean, the, everything everything yeah. about the world right now is feels like a lot of chaos and and randomness um so yeah i i i just um i'm still getting used to it i think i'm gonna have different things to say and more to say about it months from now years yeah. from now but this is basically uh v1 of this feature and um i um i'm pretty happy with how it came out i i say oh, yeah. check it out it it occurred to me that you could even there's there's a game you can play here in terms of making like a bet on when a particular block may come out based on what's like a like a like a casino game Ooh, yeah like like, okay. like a feed, feed game where you like doesn't doesn't even have to be regulated or like tuned <laughs> to make sure it's real because the entropy is you could you could put in uh you know uh, three minutes and 27 seconds and yeah. uh that's your guess and you could see how closer far behind it is the thing about it is like you're 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 looking at a process that has this unpredictable nature to it and uh you know there's a couple by the way there there's an animation i don't know if you guys have seen it yet the the, the new version has a really stark animation um there's sounds if you never tried the sounds they're really cool on desktop you you get a big old water drop every time a block comes or a little kind of gong bell and it's 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 kind of cool to put it on on a on a tab even in the background uh as you're working or as you're doing other stuff you'll hear this little sound of of the the block happening you get kind of rewarded every time there's a block too so now you have visual audio mm. little animation there's a yeah. there's a more ex there's a there's more of an experience here around blocks happening um so that's that's an exciting part of of what's new but um I, I think it's gonna it's gonna evolve. I'm sure. Oh, I didn't mention this. You can go to the the blocks. They're also little links. Each one of those blocks you can no click on. No way. Yeah, and you can jump right to that block. And what's interesting about that is there's times because you'll be like, that is a long gap. Oh my god, it's been more than an hour since a block and one happens, and you're like, what was that block? And you want to click on it. Boom! You just hover your mouse right over it. A little, again, it's a little more challenging on mobile with a small screen. Uh, you could talking about sometimes 170, 180 little tiny squares packed into a little circle. It's it's a tough UI to to make interactive, but um, on desktop, it's really nice to interact with, and um, it's a kind of fun way to keep an eye on things. Yeah, I don't think I've that watching a clock has ever been so much fun and so interesting to to sort of turn back time. Yeah, you could just it's just so crazy the the layers of. Uh, uh, of applications that you can think of what this can be tied to or well yeah that's that's my was going to kind of be my next question was yeah. when you start to see how interesting the blocks are and when you start to think about it more and i don't know more deeply something that like a conclusion i kind of came to was like bitcoins are they're not real they're fake they're abstract they're concepts in software but and the scarcity of them matters but like what's really scarce at least especially at a higher time preference is the access to that block, your transaction getting in a, in that block. There's only, you know, up to four megabytes, I guess, um, every roughly 10 minutes to get into 
each block, no matter how much, you, you know, if everybody wants in, you've got to spend a lot of money to get into it. So it's yeah, like this max, fee max market. Four megs. Yeah, we, we yeah. don't even get four megs in on average. So, right. Yeah. I, so I mean, yeah, the, I, the importance I wanted of how to, it's going to grow. I wanted to, to, I was saying before that the block production is like a big part of the focus here. Um, mm -hmm. And the reason is because there's like, there's, there's two big things happening every block amongst other things. But in my point of view, from the point of view of building this thing, you have uh, new issuance through the, through the subsidy of the Coinbase transaction. And you also have uh, transactions confirmed onto the chain. So those two activities happening with each block, that's actually what's real. You know, like Bitcoin's, aren't real bitcoins don't mm -hmm. exist what exists is transactions in blocks mm -hmm. like a, a a perfect copy it's on every person's node it's almost like the 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 bitcoin and the money that it becomes worth as it goes in popularity over time is almost like a an advertisement a meme to draw you in to realize like there's here's this block uh, here are these blocks being developed this is how you can get information across the world uncensored unfiltered whatever you want to say and it's going to last forever uh, so start start your bidding okay so that brings me to another thing that i i just added it's a little touch but i think it makes a difference you know i told you guys last time i was on your pod like i I got inspired to make this thing because I was curious when was my kid's birthday on this record, mm -hmm. on this chain, you know, Bitcoin's older than my kid. When, what block was my kid born on? And I went on that search and that kind of inspired me to build this app. Um, I had this function since almost the very beginning where you click on the time or you click on the date and a little date interface pops up and you can dial in a date and you search and you find the block. But I added this little uh, search icon because so many people told me they they didn't know you could search by date and time so there's a search icon you click it and you get search by block or search by date you click on search by date and you can drill into the past put a date in it'll find the block for you and then that's also a way to search into the future which we'll talk about in a second but um i think that's like that's like a part of this too, is that um, people want to be able to search through this record, this, yeah. this you, chain of, of, of blocks. We want to be able to fly through it and we want to find these moments in this time frame, this, this permanent history, it, it, it's going to keep going. And so it's going to be an incredibly important historical reference as far as moments in time when these blocks yeah. occur. And it, it just occurred to me, like we're always thinking about how, uh, you know, the the block time will rethink the way humans handle time. And I don't think, you know, I don't think that will necessarily completely change having our our calendars and things like that. But if you look back at history, you the further back you get, the the different ways people told time and how they based it. And like knowing an event that happened in China versus an event that happened in you know South America. Did they happen around the same time or, you know, is it harder to find information because we can't align these times, but as, as the blockchain grows and as the, the blocks become so dependable, people will have their own calendars, their own way of telling time that 
associates to the blockchain and you can compare the two. You could like compare two different groups in time based on the way they told time relative to the blockchain. And you kind of, it's almost like a, the Rosetta stone that lets you translate all these different, all the different ways people organize themselves around time relative to the, the, the block schedule. Dude, you know, what's cool is the time you mentioned times, time zones uh, is yeah. Bitcoin doesn't have any time zones. We right. experience these blocks globally all at the same time. And so right. they're, they are markers in time of human history that transcend this sort of separate human experience of time zone or right. thinking in, in terms of, well, it's my daytime. No, this block happened and here's the marker where it happened. And that happened for everyone on the planet at the same time. These last 24 hours of blocks, this new ring, that's the same exact visual it gets represented real time for everyone, no matter where on the planet you are. Yeah, remember Y two just for time zone. Remember Y two K? How everybody was like going through, like freaking out that Y two K was going to affect them as like the 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 ball dropped in each time zone. Well, Bitcoin has you know something I would kind of call a Y two K bug in baked <clears throat> in its future, right? With the Unix time, so well, they'll have to be a hard fork, presumably, to uh, fix the time. What's the timestamps? Yeah, but that's going to happen at a certain block. It's you know it's not going to. Explain that. What, what, does he, what do you mean by that? It's not going to happen in time zones for everybody differently. So there's basically a, a, a time zone bug that happens. I think it's 2106. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. I, I don't. I don't know that one. We don't want to fuck but, this up. Piss everybody off. But there, there's, there's something where the 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 time format needs to be um, updated because the Unix time something expires i'm probably saying it oh, weird no I, I should i should know this as a person who is interested in bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> and honestly i Either don't even way, know the, it, a, it might be associated to human time so it might not affect everybody well, it might do the time zone thing too the, it's also it, this, there is a cause for a fork there because yeah. you're going to mm. need to change the uh the sort of time reference that's used in uh you know all kinds of the parts of the protocol it, yeah, it, it, there's shit needs to be updated. It kind of occurred to me that it sort of speeds up the concept of a time zone in a way. When a block is found, it's block it's found at a particular location. Is that not correct? Right, but U Unix time is not time zoned either. Yeah, let's well, we're a moment we're getting... in Unix time is the same everywhere in the globe. Yeah. That's the point of using that. Got it. Um, <clears throat> but and so, something made me think about earlier was when, when you were speaking about um, uh, this relationship between an old calendar and and this new calendar that it's this this protocol forms. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, it's, it sort of reminds me of um, the relationship of like fiat to Bitcoin. Like we need, do we need the fiat number? To understand the value or what Bitcoin is, I guess when we start trying. Well, I would, yeah, I was thinking about it. Like, it doesn't matter if there's a trillion dollars or a billion dollars. I mean, those are just easy numbers in the global GDP or the global productivity output. Divide that by twenty-one million, and you can reprice the value of things. So, when you have a, a great deflation, a great inflation, you have 
a change or a dynamic number, something that went up or down against a fixed number, just re reapportion everything, reprice it. And now you have your distribution of, of value in the, in the hands of those who hold it. It's a, uh, it, well, it's funny how this like old way of thinking starts to form into a new, like, how did we consider time before the traditional Roman calendar? Well, that, that's what I was getting at earlier. Okay, um, okay. A uh, day, yeah. 24 hours, is the earth spinning around once. A year is the earth traveling around the sun once. These are like undeniable objective cadences depending on who you of talk to. literally <laughs> the planetary bodies that we live on i don't care if you think it's flat or not like <laughs> there's cycles happening here okay and we base our human concept of time on those okay so it's meaningful all throughout human existence where you know you have to know about day and night seasons um you know uh it's 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 context on so many levels let's just put it there so bitcoin has a very similar thing happening and time is very important to bitcoin the 10 minute time average is like one of the most important features although it's an oxymoron saying the one of the most important features all the features are the most important feature if you know what I mean, you have to have all these features for it to be Bitcoin. But let's talk about the 10 minute average is that that is critical and that is not maintained as we've discussed on like a block to block basis, block to block. There's a there's a randomness, right? But every 2016 blocks difficulty adjusts and the resulting pace of block production is adjusted faster or slower accordingly you know it's right? cause and effect it's really fascinating because it's not a direct change everything is a reflection or a reaction to a change in the inputs right so basically what's amazing about it is we have an, a constant even though there's a gigantic asterisk on the word constant because it's mm -hmm. not it's totally random uh, uh, block to block, but look what's happening over time. We have a halving cycle. That's the orange circle. That's roughly four years. We have the difficulty adjustment cycle, which is roughly every two weeks. And then we have these 24 hour period in the inside. And the neat thing about the 24 hours is it's not like a clock that, um, like really the, the, the blocks are coming out of the top of the circle. So this, so the resulting trail of the last 24 hours is like rotating to the right away from that. Um, and, and you're, you're getting nested long time frames essentially. And that is a, um, I really do believe it's a mechanism for lower time preference. I feel like during the time I've been staring at Bitcoin, um, especially the last couple of years, getting really down the rabbit hole and then especially the last year uh nearly a year since i started working on this time chain calendar i'm like staring at the thing and i'm noticing low time preference emanating from it 
Like that's it's kind of giving you a visual reference for something that otherwise is a is a mental construct. And as we know, over a long period of time, your headspace changes. So now here's something that gives everyone in the world a point of reference. We are on this cycle. There's 37,648 blocks to the having right now. And everyone wants to know when's the having going to be. We can look at that next because that's got a really nice improvement too. The um the way I like the way you say it, because I think until you know, there's these patterns that we we talk about, right? That like humans kind of whether it's the planetary uh the patterns in the universe, the patterns on earth, like the day, you know, like the, the 24 hour day, the sun goes up, sun goes down. And there's all these patterns and the we kind of feel like the future is there's going to be a recession. Like we're due for a recession. We're due to get sick because we've been healthy for a while. We're just, we're due for these changes. We try to plan around those. Um, and we try to, we have expectations. And if we try to drill too narrowly and try to have too short of it or small or high of a time preference, then we try to trade or we try to, we get emotional. We sell uh, something that we should have held on to knowing that you can just kind of trust these patterns that you don't have to get caught up in the emotions and that over time it's going to trend up or it's going to trend to your benefit or at least a benefit or at least a pattern that you can count on. Um, it helps you save over time and, and just think about the long term instead of worrying about noticing the random occurrences that happen at a shorter, if you zoom in. Yeah. I mean, it's like, Instead of staring at a price chart, if you actually pay attention to Bitcoin itself, yeah. there's actually something much more interesting there. And there's something that kind of, um, yeah, I, it's, it's, I think it's less stressful than watching the price. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's far more educational. It's far more informative. And I find myself, chaos. You know, I find myself like caring about like the blocks more. And you pay attention and you notice when the fees are going wonky and you notice when the, when the, you know, long spaces between blocks and yeah. these periods where it's rapid fire blocks getting hit in a short amount of time. And it, I'm, I'm getting to know aspects of Bitcoin better that just, I wasn't even aware of before. There's just kind of a, a, a living thing happening here. This shit is wild. Yeah, like you said, like entropy, randomness. Randomness is essentially chaos. If you focus too much on the short term and on the little individual time periods, it's chaos, and that's going to make you anxious and make you emotional. Seeing chaos, there's no there's no predictability, no dependability. Yeah, is, is the if you were to take every single block that was ever created, is it would it equal a ten minute average? No, well, no. Uh, close, but no. I mean, here's some interesting things. Give it more um, time. You can play along <laughs> with me if you want. Um, if you got it in front of you, I, I'm looking but, um, right at. I can't stop looking at. Yeah. It. So cool. slide it all the slide the slider <laughs> all the way to the left. Um, you're at Genesis block, and if you look in the upper left corner, it says Epoch One, and it says the subsidy is. 50 bitcoin per block and you see the supply is at 50 bitcoin okay and like there's the genesis block there's one transaction which is 
the Coinbase transaction, paying the 50 Bitcoin, even though big asterisks on that, it didn't actually happen that way. This was like ready to go when um, the blockchain started. The time chain begins at zero here. And then click the single arrow on the right side of the slider, the little single arrow button, and you should be on block one. And now there's 100 Bitcoin. And then click the single arrow to the right again. And now we're on block two and there's 150 Bitcoin. And you can see what's happening. And, and those transactions don't have any actual transactions in them. They just have the Coinbase transaction that's paying out this 50 Bitcoin per block. And so, so click the double left arrow on the left side. Go back to Genesis again for a second. January 3rd, 2009, 10.15 a.m. by my West Coast time. Um, and then I'm going to click the right single arrow to go to block one. And now we're on January 8th. And it's like, wait a minute, what January 3rd to January 8th until the like next block, block number one, starting at zero for Genesis, five days. And then block number two is like one minute later. That's, you know, I don't know. I'm just like tripping out on the like really wild randomness of this timing of these blocks. And as we know, like. Uh, this was Satoshi and then Hal Finney and, you know, a, a growing number of participants. But, you but know, it's... we talked about how, like, there's this uneven time. I just wanted to point out to you that um, we're starting there. Look, you can click on the little uh, number two. Do you see those little those little buttons below the, the big Roman numeral epoch? Uh, yeah. if, you, if you click on number two, it'll jump you right to the beginning of the second epoch where the subsidy goes to 25 per block and we've already issued 50% of the supply. So this is kind of cool to look at, um, but you know, as far as the issuance, but you know, your question was, do we e equal 10 minute blocks over the whole time? And, you know, um, epoch number two started uh, November 28th. And that's not quite four years. It's short by several months. So already, we're averaging um, faster than 10 minute average blocks because of epoch one. And then the subsequent three blocks, including the one we're in right now, epoch number four, you can click the double arrow to the right to jump back to live mode. Um, you know, we're counting down 37,684 more blocks until the next halving. And it looks like we're close to on target for a 10 minute average. We're going to be fast again because the last epoch, epoch three, if you click on the little number three, was July 9th, 2016. And if we hit what looks like about mid-April, maybe late April for the halving this time around, that's a couple months quicker again. So this epoch has also been several couple, looking like at least a couple months fast also. So the hash rate's been on a tear. We know this. So the hash rate's been forcing or the faster block times have been forcing increases in the difficulty you know faster than the increases in the difficulty have taken effect they've yeah. definitely helped all the bitcoin will be issued now without a difficulty adjustment but uh it's wild to see over that long period of time the one of the interesting things that i found that i just kind of you know maybe it's obvious but uh didn't even think about until i was looking through the old blocks on the time chain calendar uh, was how many of the first, you know, what, like 100,000 blocks created had 
the only transaction in them was the the Coinbase transaction Correct. for the for the, for the reward for the subsidies. Like so, it was just producing blocks. Compute nodes are you know at the time I guess nodes yeah, and miners were just producing blocks roughly every ten minutes with a lot more uh, variance uh, in time, but just completely empty blocks except for that. Yeah, but they're getting they're getting subsidized to the oh, yeah. 50 yeah. Bitcoin per block. So that's kind of one of the really amazing things that works so well as far as how this whole thing got bootstrapped. And uh, either way, it's just neat to be able to like skip through, jump to these milestones of the supply issuance and um be able to hunt down your block i showed you how to search by date you can also click on a the big block number in the middle and it turns into an input or you can click the little magnifying glass and then search by block and you can hunt for a block um and you can type in a number and search and um i i put a shortcut on here for the having because that's so relevant it's coming up there's a little thing that says wizard with a little purple emoji a little mm -hmm. uh crystal ball and uh that's a neat little block that's a block of uh text there that's tracking the the blocks to the having mm -hmm. and the percent uh progress and then you see the estimate there which is based on perfect 10 minute blocks but we don't know we know that's probably not gonna be perfect 10 minute blocks but if you click on the wizard he opens up he predicts uh you know Oof. april 26 2024 and it shows how many blocks to go and what the subsidy will be then but you grab that little slider in their average block time and now you see what kind of block pace it's going to take to hit oh i'll pick a random date april 20th let's say look at that at 4 30 p.m it could hit it if we get nine minute 46 second blocks we'll be on 4 20 at 4 30 p.m we'll get a block 840,000 know, or you want to see what it would take to get like uh, a having happening at the end of March. You know, we get nine minute blocks and we'll, we'll have a having on March 31st, you, know, you thing, can play with this. Yeah. This is awesome. There's so many things. Like one of the things I like about it is that it shows you if it knows the, the miner or the mining pool that won each mm -hmm. block and it's it makes it just makes me think of like a future where instead of having the Olympics where they're like they're showing the gold medal count between the United States, Russia, China, they're like showing the the pool count like or the mm -hmm. the, the the block count that a country or a corporation or a community has uh, has gotten in the past you know year ten years how many blocks do they produce like does that like it's like a symbol of productivity and, and wealth in a country that they're producing they're winning the most blocks. Totally. That's a I, super I interesting metric that. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, just one more note on the wizard. Uh, there's a cool new thing that I just added with this release where if you search by date, so just start a new search and search by date and you pick a date in the future. Okay. Well, now you drill in date in the future and you say go and the wizard opens up and he predicts the block. But now if you change the average block time, you're going to get a different block and it'll keep the date and time picked. So it's, there's a date search in the wizard and a, and a block search in the wizard, and it has a different functionality as a result. I'm thinking about unifying it and just making that a switch 
search by date or search by block. But it's pretty cool. You can kind of pin a future moment in time and then play with the average block time to see which block it's going to be there. How are you coming up with these features? Like, what are the things you're thinking about when you're start as you're developing a new feature for this thing? Well, so, I mean, what, what does the words block explorer mean to you? I mean, I'm thinking of this like a different interpretation of the word block explorer, although it's kind of just the same definition, just my version of like, I, I don't have all my functionality yet. I'm working there, getting there. You know, at some point this will have a a visualization of individual transactions within the blocks. I don't have that yet. I have the count of transactions and the average uh, sats per vbyte, which is also now a part of that little block height feature in the middle. Um, how much megabytes of transactions it is. Uh, trying to give you enough information about the blocks, but, and I do give you a little external link. Do you see that next to the time ago? It says like 33 minutes ago, and there's a little arrow there. And you can click that and jump right to mempool or bitfeed.live for that specific transaction. So I give you a quick way to access other block explorers that give a fantastic single transaction view. That's not there yet. That's coming. But to me, I just think about like, I want to, I want to be able to, I don't know, like pick your metaphor, like a, like a Rolodex or like a, you know, um, I wanted to be able to just kind of fly through the blocks and find what I'm looking for. Like I think so, of it like a, 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 like a record, like a, like a, imagine it is a ledger, like one of those old school accounting ledger books, but it's like 800,000 pages already. And it's like, you want to be able to spin through those and quickly look up something and that's driven a lot of the design decisions like yeah dude big, the big slider is like important to like rough ball it and then i try to give you ways to drill in you get a little information you see a time and date and now you want to um you know maybe enter in a specific date or a specific block go to the past go to the future it's just kind of all like um each step of it evolved out of that wanting to just be able to access the the actual whole record in an efficient way and in a cohesive way. Like that's the other thing. I mean, I love mempool space, legendary, like amazing, but like I want to go to a different block and I got to load a different page and I want to go to a different block and now I'm loading a different page. And here, this is an interface that allows you to actually interface with this data and, the, the and access it in a more intuitive way. It's slick on mobile, so you can just dial it in and search and find what you're looking for. Yeah, it's. I mean, you have. You, do you ever think about when you're making this, like in a thousand years, somebody wants to go to a block explorer and look at a thousand years of Bitcoin's block history, the pools who uh, mined it, the op returns, the transaction volume, the hash rate, to learn about you know, a civilization or a society or somebody hundreds of years ago, or just the way people act like it's a block explorer. It's like this, it's like a sacred tool that humans are using in a thousand years. How do you think, you know, they would want to use it and how do you like fucking, I don't know that it makes me think that it must make you think a lot about 
the future differently in a different light than you, you know, did without Bitcoin, right? Like, how do you think about the future differently because of these tools that we have now? I was muted. Uh, I think it's kind of stunning. Uh, the the time frame that is been set in motion here and like it's kind of what i'm i'm trying to sniff out and figure out how i can visualize it in a way that like communicates it it's so meaningful i think everyone who really is with bitcoin and understands bitcoin enough for long enough you 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 know that it changes your perception of a lot of things and time i think is probably one of the most impactful i think that's one thing that affects mm-hmm. everyone uh, you know no matter what you know background you come from like time time preference and time perception is such a huge part of human behavior and like how we value uh the system around us the things around us but each other and ourselves like time is a huge part of human just relationship and value right you you care about your family you care about your career these things that are all very long outlook things so i think i think bitcoin is um helping us see that it's helping us experience those longer time frames those longer cycles with a different context i mean this whole anticipation of the having it's it's starting to get really palpable right we're 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 much less than a year away and uh it's gonna happen and and we're gonna see a crescendo of attention this is gonna be wild i remember the having last time but i also remember experiencing it and feeling it in a different way mm-hmm. but i, I don't it's four think years it was, ago i don't think it was anything like what it's going to be this time because there's so many more eyeballs and minds and hearts focused at bitcoin at this time than it was four years ago and so it's going to oh, be a totally bigger different. lead up it's going to be more meaningful it's going to be more of a um like point of there's a like party a, in el salvador like, for it Oh yeah, yeah. I'm actually, I might actually be there. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that, <laughs> like the Mayans had the 2012, like all the parties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. It's yeah. gonna, it's gonna focus humanity in a different way this time around, and I think it will continue to do that. Like you said, like in the future, so much more of a focus on Bitcoin's block production. There'll be so much more focus on the having that that drop in the issuance by 50 percent. It's like the percentage of the totals getting smaller and smaller, and people are falling for this idea that it's less important because of that. It's not. Every single having, the issuance is getting cut in half. And it's like be- we said, four years is enough time just to forget where your headspace was. Four years is plenty of time for a mining business to become like unprofitable and mm-hmm. not successful. And so over time there's always going to be churn there's always going to be uh, uh like big effects if 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 the, the the majority of the people out there in the world don't see it the miners see it first for sure and i think it's going to really it's going to ripple every single time because it's so potent of a of a of a change i think i can just right now already picture and hear the fud that like if the hash rate keeps the difficulty keeps climbing 
as it has in the, you know, so rapidly that, uh, that all these miners are just going to turn off and the, the difficulty is going to, uh, you know, we're going to have really long periods between blocks because it's going to become unprofitable and the miners are going to turn off their miners as soon as the halving occurs. I don't think so. Something I don't think so. I mean, I feel like that's like obvious FUD that's going to be have to be battled. Uh, something that occurred to me just now, and you know, I apologize for because I'm not uh, a coder or anything, so I might be messing up how this could be construed. But um, you could the amounts of data you could attach to this tool is almost infinite. It's like if a company wants to know at a certain particular block of time what they did, or if a person wants to know at a particular block of time what they did, if 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 this is somehow integrated into every one of these companies or every one of these personal lives, they can optimize. And I imagine that people can optimize their uh, their actions, their activities much better in life. I don't know. It was a thought. Yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I just imagine like, like you have a, a tie it's a, to. No, it's a great tool. It's this, a great tool for synchronizing. Exactly. That's the, the whole thing is like everyone can. And just, indexing, indexing your, indexing your memories. Oh, I just heard the. Uh, indexing just, your memories. I just heard the water drop just now. The new block just came in. Yay. There it is. <laughs> yeah. You see that? Yeah. That was cool. But, but it just it makes me think like if you're a, you know, a trading firm or something and you, you want to like make your trades even better or something. You you can look over the data of how the trade was going at this block as opposed to that block, and somehow tie that together. I don't know. Maybe yeah, AI. I, I was thinking when you were saying that, what about things that become timed to block, like quantities of blocks instead mm. of a fixed, you know, traditional time and date? You'd say in a hundred blocks. And so you'd have this variance, you'd have this randomness about exactly how much time that's going to take, but you know exactly how many blocks it is. And at what point does that become more important? And then like the AI data universe, uh, you know, people might, a lot of it uses Unix time, but, you know, eventually that could, that could also be indexed to Bitcoin block time. Hmm. Yeah, that's wild. Because they they do use universal time in the computer world, the cloud, cloud servers. It all runs on Unix time to run on block time on like the Bitcoin network. Whatever, as more is built on that. I mean, that's already totally. how it's going to work. But yeah, man. Um, TC, I'm actually, I, I do want to ask a question. What, how has the response been since we last spoke about this tool? Like what, what are you starting to see? Or, or who? Oh yeah, good question. Who, who is anyone I reaching mean, out to you? Or? Yeah, it's uh, well, it's it's been just an adventure. I uh, I I had several people um, really, man. I had so many people give me great feedback about it. I've had overwhelming um, response. I I super humbled by like the fact that people like this thing, and um, I you know it, it's it's mostly about all this stuff we've been talking about um there's there's deeper levels of seeing bitcoin like literally seeing it like 
we bitcoins aren't real we got a utxo set we got uh you know a, a immutable record of blocks well look look at it interact with it search it you know like i mean that this is this is to me what it's about i feel like a ton of people have have you know basically showed me that that's that's happening that's effective um, I added a bunch of languages. I just launched Arabic on the app. There's 12 languages in total. If you click the little, it says EN with an American flag by default at the bottom. And I, I mean, I added Arabic. I added uh, Catalonian. Uh, Catalan is from Catalonia in the east of Spain. Um, you oh. know, but I got a whole bunch of languages in here and 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 more on the way. And um, I uh, I went to Miami the uh, Miami 23 conference, uh, they put the time chain calendar up on the, Ooh, the stage, cool. uh, like in between the talks, it was up there showing you what block we were on. And um, I'm about to go to Bitblock Boom later this month. And uh, they're going to, I think I'm talking to Gary, the guy who puts that together. And I think we're going to put it up on the screen. Me and, and uh, uh, me and Mike played, played poker with Tone Vase all night. Yeah. At the last Bitblock Boom. Bitblock Boom's fun as hell. Did I play with you? I was playing in that game. Yeah, no, you probably, were. Were you really? I, I don't yeah. remember. Uh, either way. Uh, you I know, so it's starting. Oh, yes. Yes, I, you were. That's right. That's it, where I, it's I starting to get, uh, you know, like used uh, and finding a, a use case, right? Like like maybe this can be like a, a cool thing on the wall at, at, at things like that. Um, you know, it's also like... Um, I've had a couple invitations to do some sort of slightly educational things. Um, and uh, I also put in a, uh, a a proposal for a talk at uh, the Adopting Bitcoin conference in El Salvador later this year. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to talk about visualizing Bitcoin. And so all these things have started happening and it's because of this app. Mm. And it's because um, th- I, this thing uh it, it's uh it's working so far so i'm just i'm just trying to kind of um make it as good as i can make it and uh bring it to more platforms that'll allow uh more contexts for for people looking at bitcoin um i'm i'm going to package it up for for self hosting on a node that's happening uh relatively soon and uh soon after that we're going to have even more exciting sort of like form factors and, and uh, you know, context for, for this, uh, for this app. And it's gonna, I'm going to see what it, what it can do. I'm going to keep working on it as long as I have time to work on it. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it, it seems like such a novelty, this thing at first, like I, the first time you came on, I was looking at this thing. It's like, Oh, that's cool. Like this, <laughs> this thing just uh, tells the block time. That's great. But now, you know, you just start, start to extrapolate all this out, these ideas. And it's like really, really uh, important to understand, like to give everyone a, a sync point. That's just like incredible. It's such an, such an incredible tool. Oh so. yeah. I, uh, I love it. And this is why I kind of, I kind of called you a shaman, right? Like you're just building this art or this, which is also a, a really useful tool to help pe- help people see time differently. Absolutely. Uh, I will, I, I, you know, I, we have a couple minutes left maybe, but I, I do want to ask, like, if you're, I'm kind of curious, if you're going to go to these, um, these events, 
and and this thing is going to be featured in a big way. It feels like this is like this is a very important tool to me. That's what it feels like. Uh, mm-hmm. How do you th- how how will you manage um, your identity? That's what I'm interested in. Oh man, have you thought um, about this? I mean, sure, but uh, yeah, I I uh, I realize it's a it's a bit of a a pivot, but. Um, the last year or so I've been going to events and, um, I'm, I'm really stoked every time to meet all the other people and, and kind of just connect with what feels like a global family of sorts, you know, it's, uh, yeah. If you're, if you're willing to come out to the conferences and go to the Bitcoiner events and go to the beef steaks and be a part of the community. You get to meet TC. Yeah, Otherwise, oh God, you get to look at you get to look at a Twitter picture online. That's it. That's you know the people who the people who make the effort for the people who no. get to hang out. You know, no, no, no. Leave me alone. Don't bug me. Um, no. <laughs> uh, it look. It's cool. I I I thoroughly enjoy um, you know meeting Bitcoiners, talking about Bitcoin, learning more about Bitcoin seeing all the amazing things that people are doing. I've been to a few sort of like more tech minded meetups and stuff. And um, just what is being built on Bitcoin and all the stuff that's going on. It is so um, exciting just to, to follow it closer and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and so I, it's where it's taken me. I mean, time chain calendar is uh, you know, getting me to, you know, reach out a little more. So that's, that's just kind of what's happening. And we'll see, we'll see. It's where I'm at right now. We don't know. We don't know when exactly the having is going to happen, but you can estimate it on time chain calendar. Amen. Oh yeah. Uh, everyone, I, I am, you know, encourage you highly to go check out timechaincalendar.com. This thing is super cool. Super cool. Tells the block time and a bunch of information about Bitcoin. Uh, in real time and if you want to make it you can save it as a progressive web app on your phone like on your iphone or your android so you don't have to like type it in every time you can just click it from hey, that's another cool use is it, it's got urls for everything so you go to a past block and the url changes you can copy that and paste that into links you can share you specific blocks with people um it, it's uh trying to trying to make it useful in that way too Well, cool, man. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This has been uh, an awesome conversation. Do you have any closing thoughts or anything you wanted to touch on this evening? No, it's great to hang with you guys. I wish we had a time to see what you guys have been up to. I want the, I want the latest from you guys too, but uh, no, it's just a, a, I think we said it all. Um, my, my head is already like thinking about next features and, uh, getting this thing out on people's nodes. I think people should be able to self-host it off your own node. And, uh, I'm really excited about, you know, what, uh, what's next. So we'll see. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, man. It's been a pleasure. Hey, if you need, if you want to make like a video, like a tutorial on how to include this on a, on your phone. That, that uh, I would be more than 
I'm happy to help you. Awesome. Let's do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cool. for sure. Cool, man. Uh, I think I'll cut it. Thanks again for listening to the High Hash Rate Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at High Hash Rate, or you can hit up Dan at Heartland Bitcoin, H-R-T-L-N-D Bitcoin, or myself, Mike, at Run Dance Bitcoin. That's all one word, Run Dance Bitcoin. If you're a fellow pleb or you just want to shoot the shit with two high Bitcoiners, reach out to us. Holy Toledo!